guys, this is Aisha Shelton. And this is Kevin Shelton. Welcome back to Marriage and Real Estate. Welcome back. So we had a fun week last week with the Dawkins. We did, we did. And now it's just me and you. Does that timestamp us? Does that make the episode like No. No. Okay. I don't think so. Then then they can go and research episode with the Dawkins. I guess it's just standard time, but whatever. Well, anyway, we're in the fourth quarter of the year. Yeah, I guess we are. <laughs> we, we are definitely in the fourth quarter of the year. And uh, as the creators of marriage and real estate, we just like to display that we are also the epitome of marriage and real estate today. The epitome of marriage hey, and real ahead. estate. <laughs> we are the epitome of marriage and real estate. And we just want to give an update of like what's happening with the Sheltons and Park Street and the Aisha Shelton team and the businesses of these businesses. Because if you followed us for quite some time, you've been on this journey where we were Airbnb hosts yep. and we had long-term rentals so and yeah. Um, long-term rentals and doing real estate education and what was it? Uh, play dates and real estate where we host talks with children and talk about generational wealth. And we really kind of came a long way for circle. circle to end up as the developers, right? As developers, a builder and an agent and together our marriage and real estate has really merged into this thing that we kind of niche down to, right? And so I just feel like a good update of where we are now because if they followed us, if you started at episode one and you're now listening to this current episode, then you might be wondering, well, what the heck are they doing now? So yeah, you know, it's been it's been a consistent evolution. Mm-hmm. And um what I like about it is you you get to test out a lot of different things and test out what you want your life to look like. I think that when we first started this journey, you used to say all the time, um, what is it? Design life, mm-hmm. design your life. Design life of your dreams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't, that's not stagnant. So I think you're always designing and you go, Oh yeah, I like this. I don't like this. Yeah. And you kind of figure it out. So now we got two businesses, mm-hmm. um, long-term rentals are just investments. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, marriage and real estate is, of course, the passion, and we're looking forward to really growing this brand. Um, but as far as our day to day, it's much simpler, and we have a much easier life. So, I would like to dispel not necessarily a myth because this works for some people, but it doesn't work for everybody. But this whole seven streams of income business, right? No, um, let me finish. Go ahead. Let me finish. Can I finish? Okay, so. Yes, you have multiple streams of income, but I've been talking to people lately and they are really dead set on like, I got to have all of these different streams of income. And so I'm talking to people that are Airbnb hosts and Turo hosts and um, they want to own a duplex. And they, I mean, just growing all of these different bit of transportation and logistics company. And I really feel like you can that like we say you can make money in everything that you do doesn't necessarily have to be this intent of all of these different streams of income it kind of reminds me of a jack of all trades and a master of none and so when we sat down to design our life as a couple right we we definitely had that mindset yeah. and we we moved within our business and growing our 
you know, our wealth building journey with that mindset, right? So we were Airbnb hosts and we were hosting classes in real estate, just a bunch of different stuff. And it took us all over the place because there's so much to learn about each one of those industries, right? Um, And so I just, the part that I wanted to dispel was you don't have to have 22 streams of income to be wealthy. Um, And what we've realized is we found our niche in development and, you know, all of the things we have going on. And obviously there's multiple streams in that, but it doesn't have to be seven and we don't have to get caught up on that number. I, and I, I think, I think what people get caught up in is it doesn't have to be seven, seven streams in seven areas, right? Mm. You can have seven factors of, of one business or, you know, your core business makes money in seven different ways yeah. so that you're more market resilient. People get caught up in the idea of seven. So, Throwing out everything in the kitchen sink. And what's hot, right? So Airbnbs yeah. are hot. Cryptocurrency is hot. Um, you know, uh for Forex is hot. Everybody's like, oh yeah, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna trade all night and make three hundred dollars. Well, there's a trade-off to that too, right? So, uh let me be clear. And so I haven't seen bank statements per se, but I do have I do know a young lady that is killing it with stocks, right? Yeah, that's stocks, and though. that right. And so she was like, I want to give you the game. And I'm like, I'm here for it. I want the game. And she's telling me, like, I stopped running all of my businesses. She's a real hustler. She stopped running all of her business because she makes so much money doing this. Sure. And I just have to tell this story because I think it kind of gives context to where she is, right? So we're talking on the phone and we're just discussing how we can add value to one another. And I do this real estate stuff and she does this stock stuff. And we're like, she's like, I need that and you need this. Let's go. So we're talking and she's telling me about how amazing her gym is and all of the benefits for her gym. So I was like, oh man, that sounds great. Where is it? How much does it cost? She was like, oh, I don't know. Let me look. And so she pulls up her bank account and she's looking at the auto draft in her bank account for the gym. And it was $700 a month. And she was like, oh, my, I should cancel that. I haven't been to the gym in quite some time. But what it says is that $700 is nothing, right? So think about when we have, I don't know what automatically comes out, something from iTunes or something comes out every month for $2.99 or some app that you have that's like $50 every quarter or whatever. You don't think twice about it. It drafts your account. You don't think about it. And then six months down the line or six years down the line, you go, man, I should probably cancel that because I never used it, right? Just imagine what $700 being nothing. I mean, it was just you, nothing. You know what I get from that story? What? She's telling you how great her gym is all while she doesn't go. Okay, but the point of the story is, guys, I'm just saying. that it's a that that there is so many ways to make money. She sure. is killing it in the stock and yeah, yeah. the stock game, right? And so much, so much so that seven hundred dollars coming out of her bank account every month is like, oh, I didn't realize that was coming out, and it's nothing, right? So there's so many different ways to like mine this and make money. No, a thousand percent. And I mean, people have to. Play to your strengths and figure out what works for you. I think at the end of the day, it's about having a life, like you said, designed, but designed with your your ultimate, you know, ultimate state of mind or state of being in in regard, right? Like if you want to spend more time with your kids, then having a business that runs you all around town don't make sense. <laughs> like you gotta look at what your goals are and then play to that. Um, you know, when we started the reason that we wanted to leave our jobs was to create more time to spend more time with family and honestly create time and infrastructure so that even the folks that we brought onto our team and within our companies 
have more flexibility to do that. And when I look at the businesses that we've built, we've achieved that, right? Um, even giving that opportunity to our teams. So at the end of the day, you pick what works for you. You pick your poison around that and you create, you know, the life that you want to see. And we've, we've been able to do that over these years with our businesses, with our teams. And, you know, that's kind of the mandate that we give out to other people. It's like, pick your poison. Yeah. And there's been several iterations of what that looks like. So what does the 2021 iteration look like for us, for Kevin and Aisha? So now that we've really streamlined and fine-tuned, we have the development piece and the the new construction piece really running um, by focusing on just new construction and new development. Um, We're finding our product offerings down, knowing what our market is, who our buyers are, what products we offer. It's helped us really uh, have a very strong sense of brand Mm -hmm. and a sense of product and um, create a lot of efficiencies around that to let us go faster uh, and be more profitable in that way on the sales team uh, by focusing on, you know, listings, uh, working with new developers, buyers, people who are in the areas that we market. Um, I think that's really helped too. Yeah. So we, for those of you who don't know, we have one company that is a Park Street Homes. Mm-hmm. That is a home building company. And then there, and Park Street Homes works together with the Aisha Shelton team. Yep which is uh, my real estate company or our real estate company. We both own that. Um, But I'm the brand of the real estate company and I exclusively sell Park Street homes. So while I help buyers and I help people who want to sell their house, I mainly focus on listing the development for uh, Park Street. You are a listing agent. I am. I am. We don't do work with nobody else but you. They don't work with anybody else but me and they better not. But also it's just a really good, it's a really good feed into one another, Mm -hmm. right? So all of the money stays into the storehouse, right? So our business is, it's it's a great feeder business. And everybody that we tell that story to, like he builds it, I sell it. Marriage and real estate. He builds it, I sell it. It's a great addition to the company. And so even as we are beginning to strategize for where do we go next, we're building businesses that feed that those companies. Which is a great a great point. I think a lot of people end up with businesses that don't necessarily complement one another. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see the most success when people have businesses that do complement one another. Like when you look at some of the things that other larger companies have invested in, right? Uh, it's all things that that make sense. So, you know, Walmart owns a pharmacy. Mm-hmm. They can put the pharmacy in the grocery store. So while you shopping, you can get your, you know, um, your medicine or whatever. Same thing with Amazon. Amazon makes or houses a lot of the products that are their mainstays, right? So they kind of brought in a lot of those Amazon choice products in-house mm-hmm. so that now, okay, we can increase our margins because we... We have some things we losing on, some things we winning on, but now that we brought this in house, it can be all wins. You know, I think that um, if you look at what the big boys do, it's a great way to model, right? Seven streams of income can be, you know, seven branches on the same tree with that main trunk being um, like with us, our main trunk is real estate. Mm-hmm. So all the businesses that we have complement that. And as we grow, the new businesses that we create still complement the existing businesses we have. So that you can always be the buyer and always be the seller. Yeah. 
I think I think it's so funny. Um, one of the struggles, and I still kind of struggle with this, but I definitely struggled with it when we were podcast hosts and Airbnb hosts and real estate developers and agents and all of that. It's like when you introduce yourself to people, it's like, what do you do? And I'm like, well, like, what do you put on a business card? Are you, you know what the new term is? Serial entrepreneur. Yeah, it is. But what <laughs> is that? Serial entrepreneur. You're a serial entrepreneur, but what does that even mean? Right. Hustle. <laughs> so it's it's nice to be able to say you know what what you do and honestly at this point back then it was I do a bunch of stuff and now I'm I I'm in real estate and so that's a great conversation piece as well me being in real estate I'm in real estate oh really what do you do well no true I, I can- mean we used to literally have three logos on our business <laughs> We did. It was a lot. It's like, oh, we do this, 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 and this. Yeah, no, we don't want to do that no more. So now, you know, Park Street Homes is a production builder, and and we don't have to worry about anything like that. So now when I introduce myself is I manage Park Street Homes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't technically believe in the CEO titles and all that good jazz. Just for me personally, I think once our organization gets to a substantial size, Sure. Um, but I'm I'm way more comfortable being, you know, number one cheerleader in the bunch, number one sweeper or something on a house than, <laughs> than being um quote unquote CEO. I wanna get us there. You know what I mean? My job is any role that that I need to play to get us there. And I think that uh you've taken the same approach in your sales team. It's whatever you gotta do. If we gotta list the house, if we gotta sweep the floor, if we gotta go show up and uh clear the hedges to to get the sale, then we'll do that. Yeah. Um, I know for those people that follow us, they know kind of like what our journey has been and where we are, where we're headed, right? Um, I think I would implore to any couple that is looking to, I mean, maybe you found your shtick in real estate, like you know what it is you do, um, but you want to expand that there's another thing that I wanted to personally talk to you about, and I guess I could just bring it to this platform, is growing your business through mergers and acquisition. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, maybe I was listening to a webinar, and I thought, you know, all of the plans that we have for where we want to grow this business, that might be the way that we grow it, right? So oh, instead of us sense. being the the chief executive of everything or starting these businesses from scratch, who's already doing it or who does it well that we can merge together and mutually benefit one another. No, a thousand percent. I think coming from CBRE, CBRE grew from mergers and acquisitions. Um, And even when I look at companies that I used to work for, like Hensel Phelps, Hensel Phelps grew from mergers and acquisitions. So there's a lot to gain from partnering with the folks who are already in the spaces you want to be in yep. because they have the secret sauce figured out, right? If I want to know how to make a hamburger, I'm going to go to McDonald's because they got it figured out, right? If I if I want to sell electronics, I'm going to go to Best Buy because they got it figured out. You don't have to reinvent these wheels. And when you want to move into these spaces, if you build a big enough brand in your own lane, then you can you can merge into another lane by partnering with the car that's already driving down that road. Yeah. So it's Q4 and it is time for the annual Shelton retreat. Yeah, I'm excited. Where we begin to plan for 2022 and what's next. And we are going to Broken Bow. We are. It is booked. We booked it. We booked it. We are going. <laughs> it is coming. So, so what's crazy is now that we're in Q4, I'm thinking about where... 
all of the planning that we need to do, right? So first there's the Kevin and Aisha, um, where we work on our outlook for 2022. That's what's coming, 2022. And then we meet respectively with our teams, the Aisha Shelton team, and we work on the outlet for 2022, outlook for 2022, and then Park Street and its outlook for 2022. So we have a lot of meetings to meet about (laughs) and a lot of plans to make. And that's really grown because I remember our first, you know, marriage and real estate retreat with you and I and how streamlined it was and how simple it was. And it, boy, has it gotten dynamic. I, I love that though. I think that's honestly, the proof is in the pudding, right? Because when it was just me and you sitting in a hotel room or even in our house making plans, it was like one day we're going to be here with these teams and it's, it's going to be our teams. And even as we went to different places and I remember when we went to California, we had this big boardroom. Yeah. <laughs> it was just me and you. It's like, well, one day we're going to have this boardroom full and we ain't there yet. But you know, I mean, a boardroom and an agenda with scheduled breaks like we are really serious about the business oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. of marriage and real estate like uh, i mean we're and i encourage all you couples out there get your marriage and real estate uh ultimate couples guide to real estate start planning your 2022 now you know um before the end of this month we'll be releasing our master class uh our crash course in real estate so all these things just help you get on the board right it helps you figure it out and that's what you need it's it's how do you start yeah what's your first step how do you figure out which lane you're going to go into, which role you're going to serve? So many people want to get into real estate and they don't know what to do or or how to start. And that's all these tools help you. They help you get started. Yeah. And what's the old cliche? If you don't plan to fail, you fail to plan. You plan. To fail. <laughs> if you don't. I can kill a cliche. If you fail to plan. <laughs> you plan to fail. If you that, yes, fa- failure in planning. And y'all know what I'm talking about. So make a plan. Um, if you're not coming to the marriage and real estate retreat, then marriage and real estate. Just with that Bible verse, what does it make a plan? Uh, what is it? Make it plain, write it down. What's the? It's not a verse. I won't let you do say, it. Make a plan, make it plain. No. Don't do it, Kevin. Okay, I'll stop. Don't do it. Make, make a plan <laughs> and write it down. I don't know. Okay, listen, we're screwing up all the cliches and the Bible verses, but that wasn't me. I'm, that's on you. You a PK, man. I'm you got to deal I, with the Lord on that one. I, I have no problem with the Lord. <laughs> the Lord is my friend. Uh, is my oh, my God. Okay, so just to recap, it's the fourth quarter. It's time to start planning. We have had several iterations of who we are, and I think we got it down. Um, failure is a part of success. You got 90 days, man. 90 days. Just going to use day killing my outros. My was that God. Your outro? I you was, never know when it is. You just got to go with the flow. I apologize. Failed to plan. <laughs> Listen, I don't even, you always throw me off, bro. I do. Okay. So, anyway, plan 2022 with your marriage and real estate ultimate couples guide to real estate. What's it called? Ultimate Couples Guide to Investing in Real Estate. Thanks again for tuning in, guys. Until next time. We out.